Hello and welcome to Connected, the podcast about people, ideas, marketing, technology and everything that's good in this world. I'm ASD, a digital man here at Mediacom. Hi, I'm Sue Uniman, I'm Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom and I haven't got a cold, unlike you, Andre. And <laughs> <laughs> joining us in the room is someone also not having a cold, it's Benita Samuels. How are you doing, Benita? I'm good, just recovering actually. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Benita, you're a social media planner and MBA, you have a degree in psychology with marketing and has also been a shop manager in Paddy Power and assistant manager in William Hill. Yes. You also got married a few days like literally a few days oh, ago yeah. so okay. congratulations thank you wow. yeah 20th of jan uh congratulations thanks uh so first things why did you come to work at mediacom so um <laughs> so weird i, I tell everyone this story because uh, but basically i was about 15 or 16 i literally went past i was on the way to oxford street with one of my friends and like the 55 or whatever <laughs> And I literally went past the building and saw the massive pink me- Mediacom sign. Yeah. And at that age, I was like, I really wanted to get, I was obsessed with working in the media industry. Um, and so when I saw Mediacom, I li- went home straight after Oxford Street and like Googled it and just yeah. started reading up about all the work that Mediacom did and um, stuff like that. And then I was just obsessed and I was just like, okay, I want to work. This is where I want to work. Um, so I went when I went to college, I emailed... I don't even know who I emailed. I just like went in the contact list and just picked some random email and just emailed them. I was like, I really want to work here. Um, like, what, tell me what I need to study at uni yeah. or whatever. Um, and then I kept, no one replied initially, but obviously I, I was persistent. And then uh, someone replied, I think it was someone from reception or HR or something, yeah. um, and gave me a call. And then, so I had a call, but I didn't really follow up or I don't know why, but I didn't really follow it up. Um, and then went to uni, still went to work with Mediacom, but felt like it was a bit out of my reach. I don't know why, but I ended up applying accidentally for a Mediacom job. And then uh, someone emailed me like, was like, you, you know, this is in Scotland. Are you are you happy to relocate? And I was just like, oh, whoops, um, that was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and then... Yeah, and I've just, ever since going past it on the bus, I've just been obsessed with working for Mediacom, which is, so it's the fact that I actually got a job here um, was just, it just blew my mind. Can I ask you, you said you, were, you really wanted to work in media. Does that mean in like, in TV, and press, or did you know did about you know what, what we meant? do? Yeah. No, I didn't, no. that's the thing, because I would, after I went past the building on the bus, and I was Googling, I was just, I was re- looking at like media planner roles and media yeah. buyer roles, and I was just like, I have no idea yeah. what I'll be doing. No one does, right? Yeah, no one does. And even now, like, I have friends who want to work in the media industry. Mm. And when I send them job, when I'm looking at the job roles, um, I'm just like, if I had no idea about mm. Mediacom, I would not even know yeah. what these job roles meant, mm. which is, yeah. But I was just, I just knew I wanted to work here. So here I am. And I, I have Benita talking about it at the one of the four minute talks. One yeah, Mediacom talks. talks yeah. And it uh, honestly was just amazing because you've, it was like fate or something, yeah, right? Yeah, and that was what my media talks was about, like being able to speak things into existence and like manifest what was our, things. What was our topic? Because it was, I think it was the one I spoke no, about. Oh, it, it was a different one. Because it was the one I did, and yeah. it, was, it was what do you believe to be true that you can't prove? That's right. Yeah, yeah. and you believed that you were destined to work at media. Yeah, company. exactly. I can't <laughs> prove it, but it, here I am. And then it came about. Yeah. Um, hopefully, it, does it? Do you think it? feels as good now as when you no it does I'm I always say to people this is my dream job but oh. like it is and it's it's me, crazy me too. it's my dream job yeah, yeah. and this uh, it's nice to wake up every morning and 
come to work and be happy about coming to work yeah. like i'm i'm proud to work for media as like cheesy as that sounds <laughs> but i shout about it to everyone so um this is what i want to do and i'm here now so i'm grateful yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's your question, Sue, but I can... I can well, I th- I've, I've I mean, different... It. Yeah, we covered it. We covered it. So, one of the things you, that I was really fascinated with is you've worked in bookies. Now, I've worked on bookies in media, yeah. and it's one of my favourite clients I've ever worked on because it's hard and it's fast. You connect with lots of very real people, but you also see lots of different types of people. So, yeah. what, are the, what did you learn from your time working in multiple bookies? What? I think from a... Uh, like a, a growth perspective in terms of what I've learned about myself is that I hated all the managers that were really hard on me or were really like strict yeah. um, but I now now looking back I'm like I appreciate them so much yeah. because they taught me things about myself or they taught me how to be more disciplined or taught me how to be more um, How kind old of were you on it. when you were? I started in, at 18. So it was, was bracing after school? Yeah, literally. Um, I started at uni and then got a part-time job at, at William Hill first. Yeah. And then I was and I was in Paddy Power until 24. Because I can still remember my first jobs and it's so different from the experience of being at school, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, if, and people that don't work and just come do school and then university yeah. and then come for their first jobs it's a shock isn't it yeah it's it definitely is it definitely is I think I if, even for me coming from a, even though I was a, a shop manager in Paddy Power coming into the office cultures like it is like I, I was saying earlier that it's it's been a, the first year working here has been a journey like mm. a, just a journey of discovery almost like myself and of just understanding what it's like to work in this environment and in a team and in a team yeah exactly yeah. especially when you've gone from managing a team to not managing a team yeah. it's hard to um and when the fields are so different as well it's how did you well how did you get into social media so um i've been on social media for as long as i can remember mm. i've had every social media platform you could imagine go on are we talking bebo bebo pixo myspace Pixo-ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah literally all of them um high five or Second that life. one no, not that one. <laughs> but yeah, most of them. So um, I've been pretty social media savvy, but I, after uni, I started a blog because obviously I was in retail and I just felt my creative the passion dying. So I needed an, like an outlet. So mm. I, I started a blog um, and then f- the blogging community is massive. Mm. And so there's a, there was a massive community uh, blogging community called or still is called blogging girls um and the founder emailed me and said that she wanted me to kind of like community manage and copyright and stuff like that so that was my initial step into social media management but I've always been people who like a lot of my friends who have started their own businesses have always come to me for advice um and so that was blogging girls was almost like just like the first step Mm of getting into it properly and then obviously I put I decided to put that on my CV which obviously helped me get a job here so mm. yeah I just think I've always been really into it and and so I just think it was natural it just happened yeah, yeah. what was your blog on so my blog was it was a lifestyle blog mm. so it was travel lifestyle makeup stuff like that but now it's about 
um, blogging, helping bloggers um, take the blogs to the next level, social media. How can people find you? bonitarochelle.co.uk that's my blog very good yeah very good (laughs) thank you Um, what do you think the biggest misconception of social media is? that that anyone can do it (laughs) that anyone it's really interesting yeah it is because I again I have a lot of people who come to me for advice I really want to be a social media manager do you have any tips and I'm just like firstly it's great if you can post a a post on Facebook or Instagram but copywriting is one thing and then being able to advise a business on what why they should do something and why it's best for them is another thing do you know what I mean I don't think a lot of people see social media in that way they're just like I'll oh, just find the content and post it or I'll just get a pretty picture picture from Pinterest and make my Instagram feed pretty and it's just like from a business perspective especially obviously now I've come to work as having expertise to be able to advise people on this is what you should do and this is why you should do it and social media is constantly changing so mm-hmm. You need to be like on it all the time, but I think really yeah. So run us through uh, what kind of grow, growing and static and social media wise. What would you do? You know what to? No, I don't know what you mean. What do you well, mean? like like what's hot, what's not. Right now, mm. um, what's hot on social media wise? I think Instagram is one of the it's going to grow so a lot more more. yeah Yeah. um and i think and it's really different as a um to 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 get uh to to do it well it's very different from other yeah definitely and i think uh on on that platform micro influencers are really gonna take over i think they're gonna start taking over personally um I think there's only so much you could do with someone who has that large following people people are now starting to kind of get bored of the big the bigger influencers and I feel like brands are going to start looking to micro influencers because they have a more real engaged community of followers and so I just feel like they have a more genuine appeal to those people it's really that's, interesting yeah that's we've seen a lot of people there's a few companies coming out now which deal in long-term influencers and one of their main arguments is you can get the same amount of followers cumulatively as one mm. post from one big influencer however that a lot of the big influencers followers are bots so mm. it's not real so you get yep. far more authenticity yeah. out of exactly micro influencers yeah. which yeah. I think is really interesting um ambitions for the future um how long have you been i've only been here a year and four months but yeah, I'm a newbie, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I see. I don't foresee me leaving anytime soon. Um, I want to grow here, um, and yeah, that's that's my plan at MediaCom. It's just to grow here and obviously help create content that is just epic for brands. Because um, obviously, right now I'm doing so. I'm, I'm doing social media, but. Yeah. Uh, in that within MBA we're going to start working a lot closer with the original content team who obviously create uh, some really good content so to be able to get involved with that team and give my ideas and which is kind of like what I've what I've really wanted to do since I started so that should be really good um outside of work I also have my own kind of like brand called make your mark which is a uh, so it kind of exists to help bloggers and creatives take their like passion projects because we all have something that we're working on yeah. outside of work yeah. so 
it kind of exists to give people the tools to take their projects to the next level or launch or cool. yeah so I help bloggers and um and creatives do that and I recently just had a, an event here at Mediacom a vision board party which was like just helping people to get all their goals and put them on a really pretty vision board so they can take home and start really manifesting their goals for the year so yeah sounds great uh, now on to the regular questions we ask all our guests now I think you're the person who's had the fewest amount of years in the industry. So I'm going ch- <laughs> to change it from what advice would you give to someone just starting their career in our business to what would you do differently or what do you wish you would have known a year and a few months ago? That it's okay to not know. Mm. Um, because I think when I came, I just thought, okay, people are going to expect me to have a certain level of understanding of this business. And when and I had no idea because I'd never worked in an agency. Um, but I almost felt a bit when like my AD was talking to was talking to me and she'd say things and she'd bre- abbreviate things things mm-hmm. like SOW or whatever you oh, know those things yeah. and yeah, when you yeah. work here for so long you you're just accustomed to that yeah. to saying those things but for someone who has never been in a media agency before I was just like <laughs> I was googling yeah. I was just yeah. googling random words yeah. I was just like I don't know what this means but I wish I had just been open to saying I, I don't know what you're talking about or yeah. I don't know what that means and I think anyone who's starting in an agency or I've never worked in an agency before just no one expects you to know everything um, yeah. especially when you're just starting so be open to asking questions as well because yeah that's my biggest tip is to make sure you're asking people about everything yeah that's how you learn do you know I had I can remember exactly the same experience when I started out and yeah. people using words and I know, having to pluck up my courage yeah. to privately ask someone mm. because particularly if if you don't ask the first time you hear it you then it, you then get you, you, you people you just agree yeah them, yeah people, and you just think well if I say now that but yeah dinner and yeah. I always ask and even now because we come up with new ones mm. the whole time because yeah. everything's changing so fast yeah. I'm always the one that will go I'm sorry but you're gonna have to <laughs> what yeah, do you mean yeah, ask yeah. the question <laughs> yeah um my favourite question. If you were a genie, yeah. what five commonly available objects would I have to put in a magic circle to summon you, Benita? Okay. Um, definitely uh, Cadbury's, um, <laughs> a Cadbury's bar. Okay. With, Any particular? Yeah. yeah, Cadbury's Dairy Milk, with, but it's got dime in it. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. That is yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. best right. chocolate in the world. Other chocolate bars are available. Yeah. Um, and what else? Um, some mm. really a really cute notebook. I love notebooks. Um, and some nice stationery. Because I love. I'm a I'm a pen and paper type of person. Yeah. So um, I'm just looking at you. You're very downbeat with your pen certainly you've got a big pen you've got a big pen and a, you're not using yeah no not at the minute because I just grabbed this from upstairs but yeah. I like yeah. I, I love stationery there's something yeah. about stationery I am yeah. addicted it's actually quite do, I've do got a problem what's this tiger yes that, I love that place yeah, yeah. yeah I love yeah, that place <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's three things um, two more things I think maybe a good book Go on, you've got to be spe- specific. Okay, um, one of my favourite books, which you'll probably, yeah, my favourite book is um, A Thousand Splendid Sons. I don't know. What oh, is it? I love that book. It's a book, um, it's a, it's just about the, um, I can't even bring myself to, I don't know, I don't really know how to explain it. Um, it's just a really good book. I think 
it's okay. Basically, the reason I love the book is because it it took me so long to read it because I just didn't want to. You didn't want it to end. I didn't want it to end, but also there was a lot of pain. Like the characters went through a lot of oh, suffering, a lot okay. of pain throughout the book, and then f- in the end, obviously, it all works out. But it Spo- was just like spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> but it it just made me. I f- I felt like I was feeling like the oh. the writer really made me feel in that book. So I was just like, I don't, I don't. Just can I read out some of the description? Yeah, Is yeah, that sure, right? yeah. So it's about a f- um, arranged marriage in Kabul, and then the Taliban get involved, and it's about the struggle throughout oh. that. So that yeah. sounds really interesting. There you go. So okay, book. We're gonna have to think of another. So we'll rewrite yeah. the other question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last thing would probably be. Um, don't know um i thought i had this question down yeah um what else would and my phone probably yeah can't live without that yeah it has to be a phone a phone just to be strict yeah so your house is fine your house is going everything else is fine but your house is it's in a disaster what three things would you say from your house um everything that's alive is perfectly fine my camera because it's got loads of really amazing pictures on it from my wedding what is it um it's a 1100d can yeah um also if i wasn't wearing them my wedding ring and my engagement rings because they are very precious to me and a picture of my brother who passed away um he is i've got this just massive in my house blown up so i would grab that yes okay yeah. kind of told us it's your favourite book yeah Thousand Splendid Sons but yeah. I also really love um, Little Black Book by it's Otega I can't remember her surname but it's a toolkit for working women it's just a really okay. little yeah really good and also The Glassle <laughs> because I've read that and I found it very helpful. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, very helpful. Yeah, Little Black Book is really, yeah, but those two, I love books that kind of help me navigate my career a bit better. So, yeah, definitely. Oh, interesting. If you had to choose one person to play you in a film about your life, who would it be? So, I think, I think her name is Natalie Emmanuel. She's in Game of Thrones and right. also in Fast Furious. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's all I know her from. I know her mainly from Game of Thrones. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, oh, I don't know why, but I feel like oh. she would be able to catch her. She could carry it off. Yeah, carry yeah, off. yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> cool. Oh, and uh, so if we were to give you a billboard, a poster, where would you put it and what would you want it to say? I'd put it right there. Outside, outside media comedy. Yes, on the bridge. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great place. To yeah, there definitely. For us. Yeah. And I think it would say something empowering to women, like I don't know, love yourself or you're amazing or something. Because I feel like women have a hard time, yeah. and I feel like I'm all for like female empowerment, mm-hmm. and I feel like we all need that daily reminder that we are amazing. Amazing. Yes. Ideal. 
Okay. Here we go. So these are the questions from the School of Life, a toolkit for careers. If you could pick one, you can't prepare for this. Oh gosh. Okay. So if you could, uh, this okay. is where we find out whether people listen to the podcast as well. So yeah. <laughs> read <laughs> uh, it out, please. You want to read um, it out? Okay. I'll answer it. If you had to spend twenty million setting up a business, what would it do? Oh, that's a lot of money. Um, yeah. Dollars, though. Yeah, twenty million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mind you. Yeah. Not that Yeah. Um, what would it do? It's a big scale guess, business, yeah. Fourteen million pounds. Wow. I guess. Um. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess I'd kind of take what I'm working on outside of work at the minute, so yeah. my making mark brand, and kind of make it bigger. So I definitely wanna um, hire more creatives. Yeah. And people to help. Or other creators make really good content scale it up. yeah i just scale it up and then obviously mm. offer uh coaching coaching services maybe or consultation services um have a really nice workspace because that's important um and yeah i think yeah i'd probably just scale up maybe yeah i just help creatives. yeah i just help creatives that's what i do and create some really good content that's what i do Fantastic. Vanessa, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. It's been amazing.